Welcome to the Shift Daily Podcast. I'm Shane Hewitt. It's a daily bite-sized morsel of our four-hour middle-of-the-night program. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show and share with anyone you like. Get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and CuriousCast.ca. The Shift Daily Podcast starts right now. You know, I, I, I had an epiphany today. 25, being 25, it's such a weird age. I tweeted this earlier, but like earlier, I was cleaning up my room. I paid some bills. I did some stuff, you know, adult things. And next thing you know, I'm like Naruto running up the stairs. Naruto is basically an anime, like a ninja anime. Yeah. So I'm literally like nin- ninja running up the stairs. I sit, I sit in my chair before I start work and I'm like, damn, I'm 25. Such confusing age, man. Why is it confusing for you? Let's help you out. Let's get into the life, the life stuff. What are you confused about, Jason? There's like half, there's like half of me that still wants to do like the super kid stuff. Like, you know, the young stuff. But the other half of me is like all about like growing up, adulting and stuff like that. So I'm caught up in this like weird middle. I feel like, Hmm. I feel like there's not, there's not really a. There's not really like me leaning towards any other way. It's just like, oh, I, you know, I'm 25, you know, I'm going to be a kid, but also at the same time, I'm going to be an adult as well. Hmm. Which that's funny. I mean, you know, I mean, and I sort of, I almost feel the exact same way in that also, I also feel differently. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I just, I don't, I don't tend to put a number on how I am, you know, that's just, how, that's just the, the time I've put, you know, on this planet. But, you know, I, I kind of feel the same way. You know, I do all my laundry, I, you know, clean the apartment. And by the way, your room looks super nice um, for, for those of you who can't see it out there. Um, I might have to tweet another picture. You should see my apartment. How it started, how it is now. Hashtag blessed. My apartment looks like a dump. But uh, <laughs> it's just the crabgrass and auto parts. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I get it. Like, they're, you know... I think that's how most folks feel. There's like the division between the responsibility and the having fun, you know? I think it's just an ageless thing. Well, I guess I I understand. When I was 25, I was drunk on Goldschlager and Miller Genuine Draft. And, um, but at the same time, I was working radio in Calgary. I was doing rock radio. And so that was just a riot. And I had an apartment. I lived in Calgary, but I had an apartment in Banff too. So we'd go out to Banff every Sunday, Monday, and uh, when I wasn't on the radio and DJ some shows and uh, live Banff life. So I guess I kind of get it, right? Sort of having a day job and then um, and then having whatever craziness happened in the mountains being its own thing. So I feel like I get it, but I think that you've asked a really, really deep question for the show tonight, Jason. All right. Okay. So here's the deep question. 877-399-9898. If nobody told you how old you were, like if you had no idea, right? If nobody oh, told I, you how old you good. were, how old do you would you be? So imagine that, you know, you don't know what year were you were born, kind of like that adopted dog, right? Like nobody knows when you're born. I think he's seven. Um, and that was the old lady who adopted the dog. Um, so how old are you? If you don't know how old you are, so how old do you feel? Uh, Nighthawk Steve says, "I'm 40 and I still play with play with my Tonka trucks." Yeah, I like that. 
Nice. Uh, Rob from Parkland says, Jason, puberty is tough. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Stinger right there. Stinger to start the show, Rob. A little aggressive. I think Rob, Rob needs an unwind <laughs> from the day today. <laughs> Rob's throwing darts right off the very start here. Yeah. Um, that's the question I have for you. Um, uh, Matt, if you didn't know how old you were, how old do you feel? 72. Wow. <laughs> okay, Jason, if you can, like, seriously, you can do it. You got to take your, got to take your brain out of it. You got to peel off every story about what you're supposed to be doing at 25. You got to peel off all the stories, right? You got to peel off that you have a girlfriend who's absolutely wonderful. And clearly you're about to marry up. You have to peel off the fact that, you know, you have a job or a career, uh, that you have a car payment. You have to peel all that stuff off. And then how old do you feel? 22. All right. Matt, do you have a number 22. to attach to yeah. it or other than the 70s? Um, well, I said 72. Yeah, for real? Like you for, for real? I thought you were just kidding. Okay. No. No, yeah. no. I, I feel quite old. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> now, is that a body feeling or is that just like your soul feeling? Because I think there's a difference because the aches and pains as we get older is different. Yeah. I, I would say my body's in its 40s. And my soul is in its 70s. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of that way. I've got this really peaceful clarity thing that, that if you had asked me a couple of years ago that question, I probably would have said, mm, 32, maybe 30, if I didn't know actually how many years had passed, if nobody counted the trips around the sun. Um, but at the same time, there's this incredibly peaceful clarity thing that kind of makes me feel it's like, 80, 90. I like it. All right. So there's a question for you. If you didn't know how old you are, how old would you feel? And you really, when you think about that question, you have to drop all the expectations and stories. And I've got kids and I've got a mortgage to pay and pass the whiskey. You got to drop that stuff. Um, you've really got to look at it from the question. Okay. Well, if I didn't know how old I was and nobody ever told me, I didn't count the uh, trips around the sun. How old would you feel? That's the question. So we'll get to those text messages in a second. First, though, let's go to Burnaby. Say hi to Ron. Hey, Ron. Hey, Shane. So uh, before I answer your question, you have to answer me this question. Sure. Kimberly kid. All right. How and uh, I left her in 73. How the heck did you ever get an apartment in Bath? Uh, oh, I see. Well, you know what? It was um, from what perspective are you asking? Availability? Well, it's, uh, okay, back when uh, we moved to Vancouver, uh, there were as little as 150 units that were not meant for uh, recreation staff. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay, so one of the ways, well, there's a lot more availability. Beth has changed a lot. Um, so a lot of those old houses have been turned into apartment buildings, low-rise buildings, or multi-sort multi, multi sort of home type places. I'm using the wrong terminology. Forgive me. It's escaping me at the moment. Um, and so there's quite a few of those like stacked condos, stacked townhouses. So the availability was pretty good. Like you could go on there and, and find stuff. It often went quickly. Um, one of the oh. things that we did because I was working there and I was, you know, DJing shows and doing all that kind of stuff yeah. is we had friends that were working there. And so we had roommates. So we would just. Oh, sort of- yeah. Okay. 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 So you did the same thing as the, the guys at the SCTB did. Uh, they all lived together and they just shared the place. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, but you just get two or three bedroom, a couple locals in there, rent one of the rooms, you know, split, do the thing, split on the bills, have a place to go on the weekends. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, now I'll answer your question. Sure. Uh, I'm I'm almost sixty, right? Okay. Uh, I'm a gardener. I wake up most mornings. Well, you know, I already am. Um, I wake up most mornings, and uh, I'm hell bent for leather. And then my body catches up with me. <laughs> uh, I think I'm like 30, 35 years old. And I go like, oh, this is easy. This is like, oh, it's all power equipment and blah, blah, blah. And uh, by one o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like, I wish I, need I had a an nap. <laughs> <laughs> I need a nap. That's exactly right. It's, uh, it, it's uh, terrible. It's but it's uh, good though. You but know what? Isn't it? Uh, I, I've got a, I've got a buddy. His name's Sherman. Uh, you can find him at uh, well, uh, you're you're in Alberta. He's at Oak Ridge every single noon playing Keno, and <laughs> he's seven or ninety six years old. Wow! Right? And guess what? He's still gardening. Really? Hey, that's good. And, uh, what do you garden, his by the way? Ron? Pardon? What do you what do you garden? Well, uh, I do general garden maintenance. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Okay, right. got and it. Uh, got it. Yeah. and I was trained under a Japanese gardener. Oh, fun. So my it, it, the only time I don't work is when I say no. Wow, that's so neat. <laughs> I think that's so cool, Ron. Thank you very much for the call. I like I, right, it's fantastic. You. I find it remarkable the idea that if if we dropped all the things that we should be doing, and the things that we've been told that we should be doing. Right. You're supposed to be here. You're supposed to have kids. You're supposed to retire all that stuff. If we drop all those things and we just lived our lives, you know, I'm not saying like this imaginary world where there's no money. I'm saying you're just living your life. You're doing your thing. If you drop all the stories, how old would you truly feel? And, uh, and that's, that's a great response. Thanks for all the story, Ron. I look forward to hear more one day. Thanks. Right on. Ron right there in Burnaby, BC, 877-399-9898. Here are some of your text messages. I'm closing in on 50, says Trucker Dan. I still want to do those youthful things, but my body won't let me. Uh, body just slows us down, as the guy who hurt his back moving tires on the weekend says. Al in Calgary, some days 30, some days 90. <laughs> I if hear you, you, Al. If you didn't know how old you were, how old would you be? How old would you think you were? My appearance looks like I'm in my early 40s. I feel 25. 30, my actual age is 54. Uh, Stuart from Edmonton. Uh, thank you, Stu. Kyle, uh, Kyle. Lyle from Lamb. <laughs> man. Lyle my from brain. Edmonton. <laughs> oh, man. Lyle it's from uh, Kyle from Lamb Loops. Uh, Lyle says, I'm 62, but I feel 35. Yeah, energetic, right? Sprite. Roadhammer says he would think he's 22 if he didn't know how old he was. Happy birthday, Roadhammer. Happy birthday. It's, it's still, still it's still his birthday. Uh, where Roadhammer is, it's still his birthday. Yeah. Um, some mornings D Wayne says 70 plus, other times, pretty much my age, mid-50s. Okay, cool. Um, I remember my dad's 40th birthday. That's one of the most remarkable memories for me. I was like, whoa, he's so old. <laughs> <laughs> then I turned 40 and I was like, oh, that's weird. My parents are here. We're having drinks. Um, I'm older than the tree they cut down from my wooden leg. I don't know who that's from. <laughs> nice. 
My body is 75. My mind is 50. Uh, Sandra from Vancouver. I feel 18. I have three kids and I'm pushing 40 and it's hard not to feel like I'm a teen mom. Really? See, that's good. That kind of energy vibrancy. I like it. Um, at the beginning of the year, I felt 50. Now I feel 60. <laughs> Tiring year physically and mentally, Rob. Absolutely. Amen. I'm 21. I'm 21, but I feel like I'm 16 still from Sabrina, the boss of the program. Um, and, and Jason's better half. Clearly. 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 877-399-9898. Your calls, your text messages. If you didn't know how old you were, how old would you feel? Um, do you want to uh, do these now here, Maddie, or do you want to wait? Uh, by these, uh, what are you referring to, Shane? Uh, do you have people queued up now? Are you good? <laughs> um, I have a caller queued up. Yeah, that was pretty vague, hey? The, like, hey, by the way, read my mind, will you? <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Calgary and talk to, is it Gigi? It is Gigi. It is. Gigi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm 64. I had mm-hmm. this 30-year-old guy ask me out. I, In my 40s, they thought I was my son's grandmother. In my 50s, they thought I was my son's wife. And now that I'm 64, they think I'm in my 30s or 40s. No, I'm really? 64. So are you taking them up on it? or? Are you kidding? Of course not. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, are you kidding? Of course I am. My daughter's 33. No, 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 so? no, no. So no, no. But you know what? It's about fitness. Yeah? That's what it's about. What kind Staying of fitness? Fit. What, what, what are you doing? It's a little bit doing? difficult because of the COVID, right? Mm. Yeah, just keep working out. Okay. So what kind of fitness do you do? Are you doing like just uh, cardio stuff? Are you lifting stuff? Are you doing high impact? What are you doing? Well, I'm doing, because I'm home, I can't go to the gym. Yeah. I'm uh, doing uh, this fitness. It's it's kind of a, it's cool kind of thing. Uh, an exercise class. I used to be okay. on the air. So yeah. I'm doing, there's two different people. Some is, some is weights. Some yeah. is, uh, fitness a kind of dance kind of uh oh right on so you do it on youtube or is it something you subscribe to no no it, it's uh it's just on my tv oh i've perfect. got a dvd oh even better why not i mean yeah, yeah. If, if it you know if it makes you feel good i think it's amazing who cares it does it does so, good. so it's a little workout kind of dance and it, it's it's uh, a little funk at sometimes it's it's yeah it's a uh, thorough step it's everything Gigi, I think that um, if you're feeling young, you're feeling alive. I mean, I'm saying just, oh, I yeah. say go for it, man. If one of those young fellows asks you out, oh, you no go for way. it. No way. Are you kidding <laughs> Yeah, go goodness. for it. No. Have a good time. No. <laughs> All right, Gigi. All right. God bless you. Have a good one. This <laughs> All right. Fun. You too. Ciao. Thanks, Gigi. Bye-bye. Gigi at Calgary right there. Um, I've been um, exiled to this planet for 51 years. My aches and pains are from the exercises that I do. I look and feel like a 30-year-old trying to be like a 21-year-old. Alberta trucker, Brian. Uh, Thank you for the message, Brian. Um, (laughs) Hey, guys. People ask me how old I am, and I say, well, what do you want to talk about? That's a great idea. It's from Rick in Abbotsford. When they say, what do you mean? I say, well, my mind still thinks like I'm 25. My body is 65. My hairline is 75. And my liver is 95. So what do you want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Nice, Rick. Very good. Well done. 877-399-9898. 
Um, Jerry, I'm going to read your text message, even though you said flim flop bombers suck earlier. <sighs> it's heartbreaking. Good broken sport, heart. Shane. Good sport. Bro- broken heart emoji. Um, my age, Jerry says, depends on what I've been smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. D Wayne says, I want to feel 25, but she slaps my hands away. <laughs> wow, wow. But a- inappropriate behavior. Um, I'm 54, but I feel like a spry 23-year-old dork, Richard. (laughs) Oh, you're such a Richard. Oh, Richard. That was a very good Richard comment. Um, it's, it's, that's, it was like a double, double entendre play on the Richards and the dorks. Well done, sir. This is the Shift Daily Podcast. Okay. Let's do some Are You Okay, shall we? Are you okay? Yeah. You know, I've checked the sundial and I think it's time for Are You Okay? (laughs) that's moon dial (laughs) oh yeah moon dial are you okay are you okay with minks it was a news story from last night so we need to dig into this because we were kind of shocked right that's the that's the little animal that those coats are made out of yeah i'm okay with them as long as they're not a coat fair enough are you anti-fur in general um, I think it's just if there's an alternative to it that looks just as like fashionable and that you can put on this garment and you can rock it that's mm-hmm. not at the expense of the life of an animal then why mm-hmm. not do it can I add one thought to that yeah access to that garment like in some places in the north like they still use you know the the natural hides because that's the best that they have easy access to. I mean when you're paying yeah. $70 for a veggie tray, I totally get it if somebody goes back to the kicks at old school and goes back to the warm coat that's made out of fur or whatever. I mean that to me makes sense. Oh yeah, no no, like yeah, like fur has its applications. Mm-hmm. Um like I think it's in the world of nature What's that? Oh, there we go. That was Jason's family arguing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, they're uh, they're being quite loud right now. Um, <laughs> hey, family, want to keep it down? All right, there you go. That's my hey, brother. That's my contribution right now. <laughs> oh my god! What was I saying? Oh, so yeah, no, uh, I I get what you're saying, Shane. Like in the world of nature, yeah. like wearing a fur, it, yeah. like to keep warm, is totally fine. Like that's the mm-hmm. function of it. In the mm-hmm. world of fashion, I think it's a little frivolous. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. I like that. If it's a byproduct, like I even struggle like with leather, right? But at the same time, um, you know, leather is a byproduct that comes from something that's being taken anyway, right? Like the, the uh, you know, if, if a cow is getting slaughtered for, for meat and then, um, then, then the leftover parts get used, I think the more the better at that that place, right? Yeah. Um, like and it's, there's, it's not the hill that I'm going to die on, but because yeah. I, I love me a good cheeseburger, so. <laughs> well, that's just it, right? I mean, if it's going to be, if, the, if it's about to be hamburger and then they utilize all the aspects of the cow, then that to me makes more sense. Um, but it's also killing the animal just for the fur, but nothing else. It's like the, it's like the elephants and the tusks for ivory. I mean, that to me is mind blowing. Like why, how selfish and the rhinos. Man, oh man. Anyway, wow, that was a tangent. Not what I meant to do. Are you okay with minks? The story from Denmark is that Denmark is going to cull 17 million minks after a mutated strain of novel coronavirus was transmitted from animals to humans. Global's Shermin Somani looks at the devastating impact the minks are having on farmers and the spread, what it means to the to the humans. 
it's been hot. 34-year-old Hans Hendrik Jepesen watches his minks at his family-owned mink farm west of Copenhagen with a heavy heart. We get uh, told yesterday that we should gas all of us mink, and so we start today 7 o'clock. While his 36,000 minks are not infected with this mutated strain of the novel coronavirus, the Danish government has ordered up to 17 million minks in the country to be killed. We have no uh, corona in farm now. When you faster we can do, do it, you better. It's not fun. The decision to call the animals was announced on Wednesday by Denmark's Prime Minister. She confirmed that a mutated strain of the novel coronavirus was found at mink farms. Five cases in animals and 12 in humans. The new strain appears to be more resistant to antibodies, which have authorities worried about upcoming vaccines not working. If the virus gets into a new population, such as the mink, and it spreads a lot within these animals, then we need to keep a very close eye on that. Danish lab authorities are afraid of a new pandemic starting, and that's why officials are ready to implement tighter restrictions and tracing in parts of northern Denmark, which is home to many mink farms. Denmark is one of the world's leading mink fur exports. The call will cost the Denmark government over a million dollars Canadian. It's a safety first mechanism. While we don't yet know what this, the consequence of this change is in the mink, the, the worry is that maybe it might be resistant to you know, the therapies or the, or the vaccine. The World Health Organization has said it's aware of the situation in Denmark. That's crazy. It's remarkable to think, hey? Imagine if that did cause another pandemic, what would Trump do? He'd have to call it the Denmark virus. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's all because of those minks. The Nordic minks are the virus. evil to the world. That <laughs> causes all the trouble. Okay. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, mocking Trump, um, here are the numbers. When we started the show, Georgia was 1,700 Trump ahead. Now he's 1,267. Nevada, um, Biden is about 11,000 ahead. And Pennsylvania, Trump was 27,000 ahead. He's now 18,000 ahead. Um, and that was down to 17,000, I think. Then it went back up to 18. Arizona, uh, Biden is 47,000 ahead. So, uh, yeah, so this is starting to change quickly as the end of the day comes in some reporting here on these numbers. Ooh, imagine if it like flip flops here tonight. We'll keep you up to date as those numbers roll in for sure. Okay, uh, spin since we're talking about Trump, um, let's do this one. Are you okay? Are you okay with broadcasters name calling? Um, I think it's kind of unprofessional. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. You guys probably know my opinion on this, huh? Yeah. Well, I think, well, for me personally, like I went to broadcasting school for two years. There's not one time in that time frame where we were taught to call anyone names, to like really, you know, have a editorial while we're trying to present the news. Um, and, and yeah, it just, it's sort of, there's no integrity in doing that is what I'm right. trying to say. And then, and I, I agree. Then O'Shane, you're really big into integrity. So that's, um, that's, yeah, that's, that's what it is, man. Try to be, we all screw it up from time to time. Um, I do, I really do. I absolutely in no way, uh, should a broadcaster name call? I think there's no way a journalist should name call. And I think that that's the only way that a respectable broadcaster sets themselves apart from an internet troll. How's that? 
<laughs> Good. Totally. Clear. Yeah. Are we clear? Yeah, we're clear. Okay. All right. Well, CNN's Anderson Cooper broke the internet when he had his say about President Donald Trump's remarks about fraud in the election. That is the president of the United States. That is the most powerful person in the world. And we see him like an obese turtle on his back, flailing in the hot sun, realizing his time is over. I mean, it's as far as like... (laughs) It's actually a simile. It's not really name calling. Yeah. Technically, if we want to get into the proper like grade school grammar here, um, yeah, I see. I still don't think he accomplishes that. Um, yeah, I mean, Trump appears to be desperate. To me, seems to be a much more clear. Although the turtle upside down flailing, fat turtle, is kind of funny. But it's I just I don't think that does any good, man. You want to talk about fake news and all the outlets out there that get called fake news? Well. It's opinion. Can I? I'm going to soapbox yeah. for a second. Can I soapbox for a second? Have at her. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So when you go to a lot of these websites now, like CNN.com, I, I miss CNN. I used to love CNN. I miss CNN. I miss the news. There was one time, and I'm not one for. I, I can't stand the the late night hosts on Fox. I can't. I think they're they're just so incredibly narrow in the way they present perspective, but. When it comes to the news, there was a time there was a rapper that was flying in a private jet and the landing gear wouldn't come down. And they had the video on Fox and they were following it on Fox. I think even MSNBC. I like the business stuff they do on those other channels. They do more business stuff. So I tend to watch those. And CNN was just anti-Trump, anti-Trump. And I'm like, this is one of the most prominent hip-hop artists. I think it was Post Malone, if I remember correctly. Um, And he's in a private jet circling an airport with no landing gear. Uh, they ended working it out and stuff like that, but they thought it was newsworthy on Fox. CNN was just going after Trump. That's all they do now. I miss when they used to do news. And here's the thing. When you go to these websites and they make it so incredibly small that you can't see it there, but the whole homepage on a lot of the apps is opinion. It's not even news. And they've blurred the lines of opinion to pretend that it's news. And when you call the president a fat upside down flailing turtle uh, on an international broadcast show. Um, I, I think it does no good for everybody else who all day tries to do that. They blur the lines. And if Anderson Cooper wants to be an opinion delivering um, talking head, if you will, delivering just opinion on everything, uh, then do that. But don't sit there and pretend to be a news broadcaster for one story and then turn it into opinion for the other story. I don't, I'm not a journalist. I've never been a journalist. I can't assemble the headlines. I don't know how. Jason assembles the headlines for me because I don't know how. We try to make that clear. And so while uh, uh, someone with opinion can share facts, um, there's a big difference. Big, big difference. And it's those, it, all of the networks are guilty of it. I think most of us is CNN's probably the most popular to see it on. But be very careful. When you go to these apps, you can see right there, opinion, 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 opinion. All of the articles are opinion. They're not even, they're trying to skew perspective, create bias and prejudice. By read that, and then, then we take it as to be the truth. Well, I read it on the news channel. And they don't make yeah. opinion clear anymore. And I think they, they lose that. Um, but then even on CNN, Chris Cuomo, I think, is way better uh, at it than than like because he doesn't pretend to be like a news delivery person. He pontificates on all the things all the time. So 
I don't know. You're either an entertainment host or you're a journalist. And I think that comments like that do nothing but turn all of this that generations have worked hard to create some integrity in broadcasting mm -hmm. into trolling on Twitter. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. And, and let me just add, he could have said that about thousand different ways without making it sound like, like you can tell there was some emotion there, which mm -hmm. is fine. Like it's, it's fine to get emotional, but when you're, when you're a journalist, when you're a news broadcaster, you are expected to hold journalist integrity. And part of that journalist integrity is to be a professional. And to me personally, while I found that that was like, that was funny. Um, I like, like what you said, like that, did nothing like how is that going to make anyone go to your side how is that what is that going to do for the average joe trying to figure out what their politics are where which way they're going to go um and and yeah that's just that just shows like what type of uh game it is there uh down south on our neighbors yeah, it is it's it's brutal anyway um thanks for hearing my uh little event there i appreciate that one as promised speaking of political news uh, with the election and the, the the counting and the slowing things down and the stop all the counting and everything going on, um, the president's preacher, uh, faith advisor, um, had a big, big, big prayer moment last night and was really preaching to God for the direction and uh, for the help that was needed. And I don't think we need to play the original one for you again. I think you get it because if you didn't hear it, you're going to get it here. Um, but last night I did say, we need to remix that. Thank you, internet. Um, take your pick, Maddie, as uh, whichever one, um, you want to go first. I just want to credit the one, um, the one guy, cause he's from Toronto. So, yeah, I mean, I, at, at this moment, I feel like it's a three, three way tie for last, but let's go for the first one here. All right. So this one is the, from DJ mastermind. His name's Paul Parhar. He's in Toronto. And uh, he's the one who shared it off TikTok. TikTok. I don't think that he actually made it. Um, but if you're from Toronto, you know Mastermind. Uh, I worked with Paul in Calgary. He's an amazing dude. Call him a friend. And he shared this remix of, uh, of Paula White. It's a rain. I hear a sound of victory. The Lord says it is done. This is a long one, but the end is the best part. Sweet beat. So cool. This is sick. This is fire. This is lit. I can hear this in the Veloster. Oh, it's already downloaded. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> All right, we won't go as long with the other ones. Yeah, please um, no. Please no. Okay, uh, this is from TikTok, Carlton Macbeth's remix of Paula White. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of okay. victory. Break up the glow sticks. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. Whoa. I hear a sound of victory. That low end. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is it's done. It's a rave. The Lord says it is done. That's some uh, woofer uh, rattling bass there. Okay. I like that. No kidding. Um, all right. And then the uh, 
the uh, the WAP version. Got to be careful what's censored here. The WAP version remix DJ Cumberband on TikTok as well. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound okay. of shouting and singing. I hear a sound of victory. For I hear victory, victory, victory. This is my favorite victory, one so far. Victory, 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 victory. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is done. All right, all right. We get the idea. <sighs> that, Thank you, Internet. That's my what f- a favorite. Beautiful thing. That's my favorite beat out of all of the ones. Um, if we could just get the kind of ranty part out of it, I think that would be a really promising song for a, <laughs> yeah. for a hip-hop artist. Right? Very good. Someone's going to do it. Someone will sample it. Legally, you can sample a short piece of it. So someone's going to sample it, and someone's going to turn it into something and make money off it. It'll be great. So um, based on how the praying is going, uh, that uh, she's going to have to get back at her based on the numbers. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Tune into the show online or on the radio.